Chapter Twenty Eight of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare, Northern Ireland. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright, maybe. Chapter Twenty Eight: The Best Service. Marcus Aurelius, who had many serious things to say about the most serious crises in life and whose high virtue and loyalty to noble ideals of duty have reinforced and strengthened some of the best men and women in all subsequent ages had much to say also along the lines of the everyday practice of humble virtues for he was eminently a wise man and knew that greatness is built up not by single efforts in striking crises but by the repetition of small acts in everyday experiences he wrote begin the morning by saying to thyself i shall meet with the busybody the ungrateful arrogant deceitful envious unsocial all these things happen to them by reason of their ignorance of what is good and evil but i who have seen the nature of the good that it is beautiful and of the bad that it is ugly and the nature of him who does wrong that it is akin to me not only of the same blood or seed but that it participates in the same intelligence and the same portion of the divinity i can neither be injured by any of them for no one can fix on me what is ugly nor can i be angry with my kinsman nor hate him this is a paragraph from what might be called the working philosophy of an independent and gracious life the life of the man or woman who meets freely with disagreeable things of the world the ungracious repellent and mean persons of whom society contains so many but refuses to be affected by them it is a part of a gracious and beautiful life to turn the edge of gossip of cynicism of envy and of hatred by keeping resolutely the feelings resolutely out of the mood in which these motives and feelings are possible the busybody who has evil things to hint and base things to tell of others succumbs to the rebuke of silence and the stream of misrepresentation dries up in the atmosphere of unspoken condemnation the envious finds the air which surrounds a generous soul uncongenial and the ungrateful and arrogant are driven back upon themselves in the presence of those to whom gratitude humility and generosity of judgment are habitual one may go through life almost silent and yet change the atmosphere of the road along which he travels for to express one's nature it is often unnecessary to speak kindness generosity and a spirit of unselfishness escape from some men and women in their most silent moods and pervade the places in which they are it is matter of no consequence to us that those about us are ungenerous envious and bearers of false tales there is no reason why we should descend from the hillsides on which we live into the swamp because other men and women like the miasma no man need be ignoble in this world because the world is full of ignorant people for as marcus aurelius points out those who love the higher things love them because they have seen how beautiful they are and those who stand for the baser things stand for them because they have not seen their ugliness the man who looks at a beautiful view from the side of a mountain ought to be very tender of the blind man who finds nothing but the roughness of the road and the bitterness of his lack of vision there are many people to whom life is mean and small because they have never seen the nobler side of it such men and women are to be pitied even more than they are to be condemned and the way to serve them is to open their eyes the eyes of the blind are never opened by violence 
and the best way to persuade other men to cease bearing tales using envious speech and forgetting the debt of gratitude is to show forth day by day the beauty of appreciative speech of generous recognition and of that kindly interpretation which puts the best light on character and deeds if it be true that a good deed shines like a light in the world it is much more true that a beautiful character is like a beacon it not only illuminates but it also warns and guides it shines brightest when the clouds are black about it and the earth is hidden from view by the darkness the most profound influence exercised by the loving and the devoted is unconsciously put forth they serve others when they are unaware that any virtue passes from the hem of their garments and the chief concern of a man or woman should be not to correct others but to keep the stream of influence which flows from them pure at the source for an example is ten times more persuasive and searching than any reproof or direct suggestion in a corrupt society a good man or a pure woman stands out with marvellous brightness and the worse society society is the less excuse is there for corruption those who charge their faults upon their environment and who mitigate their judgment of themselves by the reflection that the standards of those about them are low fail to see that they are passing the severest condemnation upon themselves to have seen the light and not to live by it is to sin not only against the light but against one's less fortunate fellows it is nothing to us that others are envious malicious deceitful and ungrateful our concern is with ourselves so long as we are generous appreciative truth-loving we may let the world take care of itself we shall have rendered it our best service End of chapter 28, recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare in County Antrim, Northern Ireland.